שובה שובה אוווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווו
but because of my sincere desire to comprehend her speech, um, I kind of smiled, you know, I nodded, I was like, yeah, yeah, like, wow, like, you know, all, all the, I, I did all the fillers, all the greatest hits. And she liked that, you know, she was like, she felt I was engaged in her conversation. <laughs> Not our conversation, in her conversation, her speech. And it kind of went in that direction of me just trying as much as possible to stay engaged, even though it wasn't obvious that to me that her sentences were coherent. I don't know how we got to that point, but that's what it was. And I found that fascinating because, you know, um, it's not all the time that you can, especially when you're busy, when you're stressed, that you can communicate clearly. And this is why I generally hate people. <laughs> because no one gives me that, you know, no one gives me that space to just talk. I'm not talking about the podcast, so don't, don't be smart. Um, no one gives me that space to kind of just vent and not make a lot of sense and just agree with me. Just even if you don't understand what I'm saying, you just kind of nod. Like, so here's an example of what I what I mean, right? So if I get into a conversation, before, when I go to a store, when I go to a store and I need something that I can't find. On the shelves, um, I go up to the to the butler, and I go, "Hey, can you help me get this?" <laughs> they kind of the person kind of looks me up and down and goes, "Huh?" And that really bothers me. Almost like I'm gonna almost like they're taking me in before rather than listen to what I have to say. It's like, no, 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 you listen to what I have to say. For, I'm I'm asking I'm asking a question. I'm asking for a request. I know my voice is not the most it doesn't have the most clarity. But I am trying. And I expect others to try <laughs> I don't expect others to try as well. Like listen in. But when you go look look looking look me up and down and go, huh? And you're making me repeat myself. It just makes me want to slap you. Don't make me repeat myself. I'm trying my best to be clear. Make an effort to listen. Don't be distracted by my height or whatever the hell. I don't know what goes on. Oh, I'm black. <laughs> Fantastic. Can we get past that already? I know I'm black. You, you've met black people. Black people have met black people. It's not even a race then. It's more of a people thing. People just kind of look me up and down and go almost irritated <laughs> that I'm asking. And I always have this look on the face like, what are you saying? I'm like, dude, just calm down. I don't know you. I'm not trying to rob you. Just listen to what I have. Just, it's a question. Do you have chips? You know, <laughs> potato chips is a simple question. Don't, I'm not asking you to solve general, <laughs> general relativity. I mean, give me a break, right? Um, so, yeah. Um, I feel I'm better than everyone else. <laughs> and, no, no, no. I'm, I'm being stupid. But I'm saying that 
I make I actually do make an effort to try to engage in a conversation. That's one of my few good traits. I actually try to engage. Even if I don't know what you're saying, I kind of try to piece it together in my mind. Like, okay, she said, I, she said, like, she said, dogs. So I guess she, and even the sentence, like, I kind of like to kick dogs in the face. I can piece something together that, you know, (laughs) that makes me either agree or disagree or paints an accurate picture of what she's trying to say, right? So, or he or she is trying to say. Um, yeah. So, that's, that was, that was my experience at the, at the, uh, what was it, the GP. So, people like to be heard. I certainly do. Or at least, I like people to make an effort to engage in conversation if you are having that conversation. But, here's another side to that. I feel that as I've gotten older... I do care a lot less than I used to, right? So when I was at university, um, I, you know, you're 17, 18, you're like, gosh, like, how am I going to engage with a new world and new people? You know, you have have very amateurish social skills, (laughs) to put it mildly. You know, you've been studying all your life. You, you don't, yeah, you don't have the tools necessary, but you do have something that can be developed, right? And I was at that stage. I was like, okay, I want to develop my ability to engage with people and yada yada yada. And I, th- I thought maybe if I listen, just listen intently, they might say something that would prompt me to ask a question or, um. If I showed genuine interest in what they were saying, even if um, I didn't care about what they were saying, it's like just it's about the it's about the interaction more so than what they're saying necessarily. Usually, I mean, obviously that limits to that rule, but it's like you want to engage so that at least you can understand how to navigate that interaction. So I'll listen, and I'll. You know, I'll listen and they'll say something that was like I like to, you know, jump off buildings at night. That's that's curious enough. So I'll go. Oh, why do you like to do that? Oh, because when I was five years old, I thought I was Superman, and I still think I am Superman. And then I'll kind of look at them and oh, oh wow, that's that's odd. <laughs> Why do you still think you're Superman, aren't you, Lou? So it's like you're just dragging it on, and you're, you know, genuine curiosity in the person in front of you. We're all human beings, right? I don't feel that criticism extended to me. <laughs> I really don't. No, you no, not for the most part, anyway. Um, and that's something I have to, I have to live with. Yeah, that's why that's why I can't stand people actually. It's just like good grief. Make an effort. Make an effort. But I do but people do like that. People like to be heard and people like to feel like you're engaging with them. Even if even if they can't tell whether or not um you know what they're talking about or not. Like this lady at the GP. 
she was happy that I was nodding and smiling and making an effort. So she didn't she didn't really care whether I understood her. <laughs> it didn't seem that way anyway. Um Israel Palestine. No no not this again. Um Again, I I pray for wisdom to prevail. That's what is sorely lacking in every, from every indication, from every bomb, from every from every bomb thrown, every explosion, every life lost, every UN speech, um, presidential speech, every LinkedIn post. People, people are taking sides. People are downplaying. Here's the thing about Israel and Palestine. It's um, it's one of those things, especially the nature of this particular conflict. Not necessarily the conflict as a whole, but this particular uh, phase of the conflict. What's happened within the last three weeks? It's hard to make a joke about it. And believe me, I've tried. I've, it's, it's hard to make light of the situation because there's nothing light about it. It's all very, very dark. And the human beings at the heart of it that are, um, yeah, there's, there's nothing, there's nothing that's, let's say, is humor about this. Um, and like I said, I've tried. That's the way my mind works. I like to, it's like, oh, Murder, rape, pillage. How can we turn this around? <laughs> you can, <laughs> as it turns out, you really can't. I think time does that. You know, like maybe twenty years from now, people, some guy will go up on stage and you know say something clever, and everyone will, will applaud. And it's like, oh yeah, it's in the dis, it's in the distant past, right? Now, admittedly, it's a little too fresh. Um. But, 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 um, it is a huge crisis, and I do hope and pray sincerely that divine wisdom prevails in this situation, which is what I said last week, but, you know, it's still going, so I'll say it again. You know, there's something weird going on, and I do think we're living in a dystopian world for a couple <laughs> For a couple of reasons, I think we're in a dystopian world. I think it's slightly dystopian, less dystopian than it was, let's say, in the Trump era. Maybe I'm still trying to figure that out. Uh, however, 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 when I see the news of on mass shootings, for instance. Um, I, I don't read the articles. I don't really. I can. I almost, in my, I, in a mental. I'm in a mental state of avoiding or not even processing the news anymore. Right. There was a mass shooting in the U.S. in Maine this week, and I, I don't know. I think there were about 18 people who got murdered. Um, you go. Yeah, everyone's numb to this. Everyone's numb to this, and that is dystopian. That's part of our reality. When when P 
people lose their lives in a meaningless way. And everyone goes, oh, what's up the next channel? Or they're flipping through the Instagram selfies while the news is blaring in the background. You go, well, this is odd. This is odd because it's not normal, <laughs> right? It's not normal. Uh, and the more we keep that in mind, then perhaps we can we might ultimately be able to escape the dystopia. But right now, it is dystopian because it's like, oh, you know, wars. I mean, wars always been a part of reality, but mass shootings that can be um, avoided. Some basic. I don't. I don't want to say wisdom. I just say just common sense. Um, the reason why that's not happening um, is because of uh, the NRA, I believe. And uh, yeah, all the background forces. I mean, that's for me. That's uh, that's dystopian. That's dystopian. You know, and for those who who are losing loved ones in this, I mean. This is more real than anything you can imagine. I mean, pain is not avoidable or deniable. Deniable is the right word. It's not deniable. You can't deny. You can't deny that you love someone. You can deny that you are happy. You know, you can deny certain things. If you're in pain, you're in pain. That's that's objective reality. And those who live with the, with the sort of pain. Well, first of all, no one is thinking about them. No one is talking about them. They're, they're like stats, basically, just numbers on the board. Um, in a game that no one cares about, right? At least in a basketball game, you're going, oh, my team is winning, my team is losing. But in this situation, it's like, well, just another mass shooting. It's, it's it's a, it's a everyone feels helpless i suppose it's not because no one really cares it's just like well nothing's been done it's a part of our it's, it's a part of our reality that we have to adapt to that's frightening that's dystopian that's dystopian um and also the other issues that are dystopian you know the i don't know i should talk about this but well i'll, I'll talk about what i can talk about so um, again, <laughs> you should be able to talk about anything, but the reason, the fact that you have to kind of sidestep certain topics and issues, that's dystopian, because um, the truth is the truth, right? And if you can't speak the truth out of fear of um, cancellation or aggression, I don't mind the cancellation. I mean, I mind cancellation. I don't I don't know. I, I, I think it's the there's a blind rage that comes with ideologues. That's that's part of that's part and package of the personality and the movement. It's blind rage, and it's I don't want to say it's frightening, but it's like gosh, like it's it's irrational, and it's like you're dealing with the devil in 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 a particular in a particular sense, you know. Um, that's yeah. I don't know. It's very. That's dystopian to me when you can't speak the truth, right? When when black is white and white is black, it's like well, and everyone goes well. If I said black is black, then 
people are gonna think I'm uh I'm I'm a terrible person or whatever. Or I'm backward. I don't know. Gosh, this is <laughs> I thought my voice was meant to bring you joy. Bring joy to your <laughs> to your miserable lives. I'm talking about all these heavy topics. I don't know. That's what came to mind, and I'm talking about it. And you can switch off at any time. I don't mind. But um, okay, let's let's end with something light. Ah, okay. Well, so I'm. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Something very benign. Um, TikTok is cool. I guess, right? Um, it's kind of cool. Um, for some reason, the if you post a video after, uh, like, let's say you post, you post it for the very first time, you might get like a thousand views. But you keep posting, and you get yeah, you you average out at two hundred, maybe two hundred and thirty, and it's like, oh, you you got to pay the boost, you know, if you want to go viral, they always ask. ask. They always ask, do you want to go viral? Pay. <laughs> Pay to go viral. So we're paying for attention, basically. But still, 200 is a good number. I mean, if you have a good... Uh, I, I think it is. I think if you're producing something that's good, like I do a lot of drawings and stuff. I try to do it on a daily basis. Like if I draw, I post it. And if I get 200 as a good drawing... Um, then maybe I can get I get a, f- a good an- amount of likes, how pathetic, and I get a follower. Ooh, you know, someone follows me, a disciple. I'm kidding. Um, well, yeah, I get a. You know, you can do a lo- you can do a bit of two hundred if if you have a good bit of content. So as a- as opposed to uh, YouTube Shorts, YouTube Shorts used to be great because. You know, you post and a decent amount of people view, maybe not up to 200, but sometimes you could get up to 1,000, sometimes 200, but now it's dwindled considerably. You, you're lucky, I mean, for me anyway, it's, you're lucky if you get <laughs> up to 30 people looking at your video. And that's not a good amount of people to judge whether your content is good or not, because, like I said, you put down TikTok and you get a good reaction. 200 is a good sample figure. Uh, YouTube shorts, you get 30 and maybe you get one or two likes and you're like, well, why, why do I bother? <laughs> right? No one really cares. Uh, well, it's experimentation and it's the, it's the landscape and yeah, you just, you just keep going. Um, you have to, again, for me, I don't advise, but my approach is I go long term. I go, well, and, and I also try to see various points of value in what I do, right? So, I like drawing. I want to get better at it. Um, it's an opportunity. If, and if I create it, then it's, I just share it. I don't attach too much importance to the, to the sharing side of things. I just create and I share. But the creation and the improvement is what matters most. And the portfolio and, you know, you have a body of work that you can look back on and say, okay, well, at least I did that. <laughs> Right, I didn't, I didn't save the world, but at least I have a collection of drawings that you know I did, and they look okay. 
So yeah, um, I I try not to attach too much importance to the social media side of things. You know, it, ha- it has its place for sure, but um, yeah, if you have battling ag- algorithms, then you're probably gonna lose, and you're gonna get frustrated. You, you get frustrated, and then you're gonna lose. So you have to be smart about how you approach these things. I'm drawing. I like it. I'm gonna get better. Blah 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 blah. blah. That's that's what I gain from it. And if someone follows or likes or comments, fantastic. Um, and obviously in the long term, you know, people will stumble upon your work and they'll say, "Oh, that's that's not bad. That's okay. I'll like and comment or whatever." That the idea is that you try to build build a community around what you do. If you can do that, then fantastic. You know, then at least you can monetize and all that good stuff. But um, it does take time, definitely. And you have to, first of all, you have to have, you can't come, you can't, if you, if you go long term, then you've got to have all the commitments, things that keep you busy and keeps money coming in, on and on. Well, I've got to go. I hope I've brought some sunshine into your lives, talking about Israel and Palestine. Whoa. Um... Wisdom, wisdom, wisdom. Where does it come from? God knows. Literally, God knows. So ask him for it. Uh, leaders of Israel, Palestine, US, Canada. No, no, not Canada. <laughs> not Canada. <laughs> I'm going to do anything. France, Britain to, the, to a point, trying to feel relevant, sure. Uh, wisdom, wisdom to get us out of this predicament especially the palestinian people because they're it's not funny so uh yeah take care folks and uh catch you next week peace and love